Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Few things in life are as confusing as updating a car insurance policy. I'm sure there's something more confusing out there, but I haven't found it yet. Iowa, America's farmland has the sweet corn thing down, but is suspiciously low on greens. I'm doing a tough love thing with my cat to break him of his loud 5 a.m. food demands. However, the only one who seems to be suffering is me. I had a large double scoop of ice cream the other night, then woke up in the middle of the night screaming with the blankets over my head. Maybe it's time to quit sugar. <laughs> Could be, Heather. <laughs> Have such a good day. Welcome back to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants you to do just that. Episode 158. We are back, Sarah. Back after like a quick little back jaunt. Biz. We're back in yeah. biz. This is the show that... Yeah, what, what is the show about, Heather? <laughs> Tell us. It's, it's the show, the show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment. And I'd like to know, do you know of another show out there that talks about the things that we talk about? Uh, hopefully not. I don't know. Hopefully we are something original (laughs) and (laughs) hopefully we are on an island amongst ourselves with no peers. Uh, You know, it was funny. I uh, and uh, thank you for tuning in, everybody. I I know that at the end of episode 157 from last week, we said, hey, we're going to do a show a little bit later in the week. We're We're going to squeeze one in. 
we're pretty slammed, a lot of travel. It just didn't happen. So we're back. And, you know, thanks for thanks for uh, sticking in. with our, you know, hot girl summer uh, <laughs> expansive schedules. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Whatever you want to call them. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I uh, I uh, I don't know. How have you been, been Sarah? I haven't, well, I haven't been, talked I, to you for a while. I, 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 I hear been, all about it. I've, I've been okay. I've been, I've been, I'm, I'm chugging along. Um, I, <laughs> summer is, is busy. Yeah. Uh, because yes. property management means that there are a lot of people who want to enjoy the property that I live on and do work for. And that's all great. And I want everybody to have the best time possible, but there's always something that comes up. Oh, indeed. You know, it's funny. I, we haven't talked about Airbnb stuff in a while and I'm not going to belabor any of the stuff now. Boy, do I have stories from the summer. Do you? Um, and we have to do another Airbnb nightmare. We do. I, I have so much, so much good fodder. Um, and also, a woman by the name of Annie Hall just booked a week in next year. And I thought, gosh, wow. I'd love to. I don't know. Meet this Annie Hall. It's a kind of a maybe. Uh, maybe she changed her name. Maybe that it seems a little odd, but. I'm intrigued. I mean, yeah, like, what? What if she like showed up and looks like exactly? Yeah, like she's the wearing like a, a man's tie. Wants and to like play a... tennis. <laughs> <laughs> she's like la di da, la di da. La di da. That's my favorite part of Annie Hall. It's my favorite. Part. Oh yeah, one of my favorites. Every time anybody sure. says, I think you and I have talked about this, you know, so many I'm times. Sure. Anytime anyone's like, "What is that movie even <laughs> about?" And I understand Woody Allen is problematic for a lot of reasons. Yes. But uh, historically, it's just been one of my favorite movies. He's still a good filmmaker, like, but yeah. Yeah, and it's, I always say, it's like, I mean, this is obviously way pre-Seinfeld, but I'm like, it's a movie sort of about nothing, <laughs> yeah. but it's about just relationships and navigating, like, weird life. Yeah, it is, And, indeed. you know, when two quirky people get together, what can happen? It's kind of like our show, navigating weird life and two oh, that's quirky what I wanted, people. <laughs> that's what I wanted to mention. Thank you for reminding me. I was like, well, I, I had a point. So, I, it was uh, over the... I guess it was over the weekend. I subscribed to the New York Times, you know, just kind of like daily news. Yeah. You know, I get it in my uh, inbox every morning. And sometimes I have time to read it and kind of read the deeper stories. And sometimes mm -hmm. I don't. Uh, but one of the things that they do, usually like on a Friday or Saturday, where it's like a little bit of like weekend news, mm -hmm. it was like great podcast that, you know, we didn't know about before. And I think it was the New York Times. I don't know. It might have been another another something that i subscribe to I, I think it was nyt though but uh one of the um one of the podcasts uh or, or it was wh whoever was writing this was talking about you know polling their friends of like what kind of podcast do you listen to what kind of podcast might be just under the general public's radar but are mm -hmm. so good because there are many of them i mean yeah I, I talk about podcasts that other people don't listen to all the time and vice versa and you know there was there was one it, they weren't talking about a podcast specifically but it was like and you know i pulled my friends and some of them you know really like escapism podcasts mm -hmm. where it's not about you know like current news sure type of thing and my other friend said i just don't like it when the hosts like talk about themselves for like an mm. hour mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know they think they're so funny and they're just like <laughs> normal people and i was like god i wonder if anyone thinks that about that i hope not I, I was actually that's funny you bring that up because yeah please let us know if we are yeah. are we annoying yeah i mean because we i don't feel like we're talking about ourselves in like a weird narcissistic way i think we're just talking about life like date like life what happens every day but I, I, on that note, so let us know one way or another. Um, and I'd also like to know if there's anything that we repeat too much, like if I talk about Target too much or we bring up something. Nobody can talk about Target you're too right, much. You're right, you're right. Target, however you want to call it. If there's anything that we like belabor and that you're like, dude, they just talked about that like a couple shows back or, or I remember a show, uh, you know, way back when where they told this exact story, which I'm sure has happened, but definitely, definitely let us know. Uh, we're getting up to, you know, we're, we're approaching 200 episodes-ish. I mean, we, we got a ways to go, but that means you got, you got a pile up of content. You know, I mean, uh, we have exciting lives, but I don't know <laughs> if uh, 
you know, I can't say that we haven't repeated ourselves. So email us there, at have such a good day.com. Yes, please do. There are many days uh, in my life, for example, yesterday, because I didn't really have any work to do. There's always work to do, but I had kind of a day to myself. Mm -hmm. And and the weather has been, at least where I am, uh, warm, but kind of overcast. Mm -hmm. uh, so just that, that weather where you're like, eh, mm -hmm. let's just watch a movie type thing yeah I'm not I binged fan. uh the bear oh. yesterday oh yeah how is that eight I like episodes that Heather all in one nice um, it, it was good it, I mean it's very stressful I won't spoil anything but it's it's mostly about um what goes on you know in the back room of a kitchen and how mm. stressful it is mm. for you know the variety of chefs and cooks and you know everybody yeah. to kind of like get things out to the customer and the customer never sees you know what everybody's going through behind the scenes and there's more to it but yeah i i, That's I a enjoyed good show concept. it i know about but it but it was I stressful it oh interesting it was like it was like a high blood pressure kind of watch wow I'd, i also didn't realize it was only eight episodes so i was just sort of like you know i started it in the morning and you know throughout the day i'd be like oh pause go do something and then like maybe come back and finally i was like Oh, that's how it ends. Oh, is okay. it kind of the way like they shoot it? It's a kind of a, a fast paced, like intense. Are they spitting Very. in the food or like what? What? What's oh, no, no, the no. Nothing element? like that. Okay. No, it's more of like interpersonal relationships. I staff. see. Okay. Cool. But also, you know, how hard it is to run. Doesn't matter if you're like Michelin star I restaurant or, Sounds... uh, you know, a burger joint. Yeah. It's like, it's still really hard. Yeah, like, you know, why people, people are working do it? really hard. Like sometimes I'll look at a restaurant and I'll be like, uh, you know, even just like a regular whatever restaurant that's just, you know, make sandwiches. I don't know. Just, just anything regular off the top of your head. I mean, somebody got a business license and got the money together to create a menu and create this business. And like, you have to have a certain amount of passion and drive to do that. Even if it's like not this Michelin star, you know, full, great atmosphere, this whole thing, you want to get written up in a magazine kind of thing, just like a regular restaurant, yeah, neighborhood I restaurant. I mean, I think, and I know, I know a fair amount about the restaurant industry because I have some friends who are kind of deep in that world. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I've mm -hmm. never even worked in a restaurant, mm -hmm. um, but I, I have an inkling of how difficult it is yeah and I don't think you know whatever you know the tartare is priced at really makes any difference for how hard people are working in the it, behind the scenes no I don't think so either you know it's 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 more of just you know what has brought this particular patron to your restaurant you know to eat the certain thing yeah I guess I'm fascinated by it seems like so much work like no matter what level like you're saying that the restaurant exists on it's just like why do it like there there is a a very interesting passion um obviously behind that because i don't want to do it like i don't want to open a restaurant but like yeah there's a lot of restaurants in the world so a lot of people are interested in opening restaurants obviously well yeah i mean they, they say i'm using air quotes they say lots of things mm -hmm. but they say you know that you know the restaurant business is like one of the most punishing you know the overhead is so high you're gonna fail probably and you know it, and yet People care, and I love yeah. that they care. I Thank love you for caring. That. People oh, who yeah. run I'm, restaurants. I'm, I'm like seriously. I'm like wow. That we, we are an amazing species. Like, you know, hats off to you, restaurateurs. Seriously. And dude, <laughs> uh, well, so Heather, I know we didn't, uh, we didn't check in with the good folks at home about what was going on last week because you were traveling and. I actually did some, it was sort of short travel, but I had kind of a busy week myself, which is mm -hmm. a little unusual, especially Monday through Friday, because I'm more or less chained to my desk, you know, doing the pods. But mm -hmm. um, I um, I went to a, a little beach town that's um, south of me, but north of San Francisco, mm -hmm. um, to hang out with a friend of mine um, who was there and you know she was like Hi, last minute but you know you want to come hang out for a night you know we can just you know remember old times when we were in high school and even college mm -hmm. her family always had like a house in this little town for like a week it was their you know sort of family reunion type mm -hmm. thing um and i went there with them you know uh here and there and it was really fun it was cool. really fun it's um 
it, it's called Stinson Beach. Uh, Heather, I know you know where that I've is. I've been there, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Very but cute. for anybody who's not familiar, if you look at it on a map, it's like almost directly north of the Golden Gate Bridge, but you have to go over kind of a mountain mm -hmm. to get there. It's a little... Uh, I get carsick on that drive for sure. Yeah, it's, it's off pretty the, squirrely. It's, it's off the beaten path and um, you can go there a variety of ways, but you're never going to get away from the windy roads. You mm -hmm. have to hit the windy roads at some point. And um, when I, you know, I went there, I was like so excited to hang out with my friend, whatever. So it like wasn't that big a deal. But the next morning when I woke up, I had to drive back here to Studio Redwood where I, you know, do my podcast and, and work. And it was foggy and you know what you know you're this is like it's a beach bluff that mm -hmm. is hundreds of feet you know to your death mm -hmm. if you were to take a turn wrong and yeah there is a um uh retaining uh what do you call it Re not retaining wall um the, the oh, thing oh, you like on the road i know what you mean yeah like yeah, the barrier like, the barricade yeah exactly the, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to keep you from plunging to your death yes but like but not a hundred percent of the time mm -hmm. so you know there would be these like turns where i'm like okay okay you know we're taking it slow taking it slow <laughs> everything's fine but i was sort of barely awake and you know trying to get back home to you know do my stuff and you know I was really glad to get on the freeway after all of that because mm -hmm. eventually you get to a freeway and that's just a freeway all the way home. But uh, yeah, that was um, a little scary. But um, the following day, I had to be back in the city. I say the city. Um, it's San Francisco for anybody who lives where I live. When you say the city, that's what it means. But that's the city I'm talking about, which is a little over an hour away from where I am door to door. And that's just to get to the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm -hmm. I could go different ways, but it would be weird yeah. uh, for where I was going. Um, and I have had some increasing bridge phobia over the last mm. few years. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why. And, uh, you know, I can do it. But it's like when I get close to a bridge, any bridge, it's not a specific bridge. I kind of go like, okay, okay, chill, 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 chill. <laughs> you know, you're going to do this and it's going to be okay. You've done it a million times. It's going to be fine. And it is. Nothing bad happens. But I do not like it. Do you think that it's because, because I feel like in the last, I don't know, five years or so, I mean, infrastructure has been a problem, like at least, I mean, in the United States, probably globally. And there have been some bridge, like, um, you know, bridges have collapsed and there's been some weird stories. I mean, is, do you think it comes from that or is it just this irrational, I'm getting older and I'm getting, you know, my mind is going to places that it didn't used to and I'm yeah, feeling up in the air. It's probably a little bit of both. Okay. I definitely think it's irrational. I mean, it's sort of like if I'm in bed in the middle of the night and I think about like jumping off a bridge, very irrational. So we're not there yet, mm -hmm. right? but it's like, ooh, I don't like bridges. I would like to avoid them if possible. And if a bridge is over water rather than like some sort of overpass, mm -hmm. totally different. Yeah. Overpasses don't bother me at all. It's something about the water and I don't know. You know, I don't know. And I don't, I don't think, I, you know, I mean, I need therapy for all sorts of things, but like, this is not something that I have to deal with all that often, but I did have to do it, uh, over the weekend. It was fine. Everything was fine. Um, I saw a bunch of friends. They were having a party in the city. All good. Nothing bad happened, but it was, it was something that I thought about like, okay, I'm getting in my car. Okay. I've got my, you know, my sparkling water for the trip. Um, I've got a jacket just in case it gets foggy and cold later. I'm ready for the bridge. We're going to do this. You're a smart San Franciscan Indeed. for bringing that Indeed. jacket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which I did need. Well, but, um, it also has ruined me for living there for 14 years. I, I overdress and I overbring, I'll bring like a hat, this kind of hat, and then like a layer, an extra layer, like a windbreaker, because I... I'm so used to going to different parts of the city and it totally being different weather. And it, yeah, it, yeah. If you visited San Francisco, you spent any time there, perhaps you live there now. 
Uh, it is, especially in the summer, when the rest of the world is boiling, mm-hmm. um, it is a cool 65 if you're lucky. Sometimes not as much. And a lot of people who and live there complain about the weather because they're like, I want a proper summer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just lived there for so long. It never really bothered me, but, um, crossed some bridges, Heather felt pretty good about myself. And yeah, I, I, I don't know where this has come from. I think it's just anxiety in general, which yeah. Yeah, I think we can all relate to certain things are just kind of triggery. Oh yeah. And bridges are just one of those things for me. Yeah. That's super interesting. Like psychologically, I'm, I'm going to like Google that. Cause, uh, I mean, yeah, there's all kinds of fears out there and I, I have a heights thing for sure, but it, it it's more like when I, like yesterday I went to the edge of the cliff to look at, uh, the, it was a really low tide again yesterday. And so I, the water looked so cool. It was very flat and placid. There was like not one tiny wave and it was clear and it just was this magical day. And I brought my binoculars to the edge of the cliff and, and, and kind of sat there for a while, like watching just things happening down there. And, um, I don't get that feeling at the bluff, you know, I mean, I do, when you're referring to the, those curvy roads, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like they, the same thing as like in Big Sur where it's like, it drops off and it's, it like, I get like my feet get tingly, you know, but, Mm -hmm. but there's certain, yeah there's definitely certain situations like if I'm at the top of a building like on a rooftop and I'm in a city and I look down I get like the vertigo it just depends on the situation so I understand the bridge thing I'm I don't think I have that as much as you but I think you know if I'm like leaning over the edge I would maybe not in a car but you know the fact that we trust us humans that there's a lot of human error (laughs) we trust that all these things are built correctly and i mean things happen there's human error like there's accidents so i think yeah you know it's not that irrational that you are concerned about it um but yeah if it gets worse let us know um maybe maybe it'll become (laughs) a problem i don't want anybody to be too worried like i i there's like full bridge phobia and many phobias Mm -hmm. that i don't think apply to me Mm -hmm. i have noticed though over over the years over the decades really that things that just I wouldn't even have thought about. I would have been like, oh, that's pretty. Yeah, hmm, totally. Cool bridge. You know, now I'm like, get me off this bridge. Yeah, get especially me off this bridge. At How night. are people walking across this bridge yeah. right now? It's mayhem. <laughs> get off the bridge, everybody. This is a terrible idea. Yeah, well, you, you need to live, you, at least you live far enough away from, from any, any big bridges like that. But I, I get it. I get yeah, it. Well, if I go to civilization, I got to cross a bridge. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, well, I'm glad that you ventured out and had a little, a little fun. And um, yeah, it, God, I feel like it's funny. It has been a really, flurry of a summer I not just me not just you but like so many people that I know they're so busy I feel like they have like multiple projects more than usual and I don't know if it's because maybe we're at that time in the pandemic where yeah the pandemic is still happening you know people are getting sick I was recently sick um and you know there's a kind of a this newish surge that's pretty big but people are working more I feel like we're not in that part of the pandemic where People were like totally working from home and maybe working a little bit less, but now I feel like people are out there, people are traveling, you know, they're, they're picking up where they left off maybe a few years ago. Cause it does seem like everyone I know is uh, like pretty, pretty overwhelmed, um, including myself. I actually have a lot going on. I mean, you should have seen how stacked my day was today. Um, I'm, I'm working on this, uh, some renovations at the house and I've never actually done this before, but I, you know, I worked on a Pinterest, uh, a bunch of Pinterest page pages uh, over the weekend. Actually, yesterday, yesterday I was deep in Pinterest, which is, I hadn't done that in a long time, but it was super fun. And I'm like, you know, trying to come up with all the imagery so I can, I'm working with this guy to help me build out like my dream bathroom. Well, maybe not dream, you know, there is a price limit, but, um, but so yeah, I've got, it's like, that's a side project, but I've got all these other side projects happening at these other buildings and you know things happening with my workers i've got a woman like um uh giselle she's a wonderful lady she's cleaning our windows today we've got dogs running around i've got some guests at our adu like it's it's pretty chaotic but but good but kind of fun chaotic um and so yeah i mean i got back on wednesday from the big midwest trip um but it's just been 
it's been a wild ride since I've been back because I've been so behind and just on everything. So I'm, I tried to catch up over the, over the weekend. Um, all's good. Um, things are exciting and fun. Um, just, you know, lots going on, but I always like it when Sarah, especially like the last, I don't know, like three or four months were like, Oh my God, I went on a plane and here's what happened. And like we traveled on a plane and yeah, like, it's has. just this big I crossed news. a bridge, yeah. Heather, I didn't die. <laughs> wow. And so I'm going to say the same thing. Like I, I've been on a bunch of planes, but mostly pretty quick ones to like Los Angeles, you know, California, interstate, that kind of thing. But I did go deep into the Americas. Um, uh, you know, to the Midwest, I, I flew to Chicago and then I took a, an Amtrak over to Iowa. And I just wanted to mention a few, you know, just, just a little nutshell about my trip, but, um, it was, it was interesting. Like, you know, I know Sarah, you reported back when you went to Ohio, um, that, you know, like maybe 10% of people were wearing masks in the airport on the plane, you know, travel's been kind of little up in the air. I mean, essentially this last trip was definitely a bigger one. We were gone for like eight or nine days. We were on planes, trains, automobiles, and golf carts. Um, and I'll explain the golf cart thing later. But um, it was mostly smooth. Some of the planes were kind of janky. There was like a wall falling off, like uh, broken trays. I mean, hey, I understand the industry is understaffed. I get it. Uh, not blaming anybody. There was definitely some funky, funky stuff. But, you know, there was a, like a little bit of, a, of some delays. Um, you know, but it was mostly smooth. I was actually nervous about it being really rocky because I was just hearing horror stories. I mean, it's been in the news yeah. that like air travel has been really, really hectic. So uh, what I'd really like to talk about just for a sec is before I get into a couple, um, things about the places that I went, but, um, overhead bin space and, I just really have a bone to pick with the situation. And I know a lot has changed, but I do recall maybe in the not so distant past when you would always have a designated spot for your carry-on luggage. And it wouldn't be that stressful. You knew if you were on aisle 10. It's probably above you. Yeah, it's above you, yes. So so yeah. if you decide, Or you like know, for, for some reason, like maybe it's like in the one in front of you and like somebody can help you get it down when you're getting off the plane yeah my point is is that i've noticed in like the handful of times i've traveled in the last few years how difficult it is to um be confident that you are going to have that space i can't tell you how many times i have been told at even being like not even far back in the plane having to get my luggage checked because there's not enough room they run out of space and i know a lot has changed in terms of people have to pay for their luggage now uh, people bring too much stuff and then they they sort of abuse the rule like this is this is designated space but i just it's it's so frustrating to me because you know i get you know if you're you're going on a long trip you're going to check your your luggage you're not in a hurry that's great i'm usually nimble i pack nimble well i think you know i and i don't have the answer um in fact on my last trip i checked my bag both ways that was a carry-on bag. Mm -hmm. It could have easily been an overhead bin kind of thing, but I had liquids in there, like face soap yeah. and things where I'm like, you know what? I just don't have enough travel like sized things to like put stuff in. I don't want to deal with it. And I also don't want to walk through the airport. Just, I just want my purse. Mm -hmm. It's just easier. Totally. Um, and that was a choice I made and I got lucky, you know, you know, I didn't, you know, no baggage was lost. It came out on both sides in a timely manner. So all good. But I definitely understand that, like, well, hold on a second. Like, I've got a carry-on, and, like, I'm not even, like, the last person to board, and they're already out of space. Exactly. And I think, I think that the airlines just, you know, it depends on the group. Yeah. A lot of people might be doing carry-ons, and it just mm -hmm. gets overfilled. Uh, and then the next flight, a lot of people check bags because they're going to be wherever they're going for a That's week or true. plus. Yeah. So you can't really do that. You know, and, like, they don't know enough about your personal travel details to know for sure. So yeah, I think there's you a lot of get factors. unlucky sometimes. Yeah. 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 I just, I found that to be, I, I, I'm always like trying to deconstruct it, but, um, but 
it was a great trip. Let me just say it was a great trip, uh, relatively smooth travel. Chicago was awesome. Great city. It was actually my first time. Usually when I say that people are like, you've never been to Chicago before. No, I have not. Um, I've done a lot of traveling. I feel like I'm pretty decently well-traveled, but I had never had an opportunity to go. Great it's city. Great city. Yeah. yeah. And it was, you know, it was one thing I really, uh, it was a, something that just really struck me was it was very refreshing to see um, to not see billboards. You know, I'm, I'm so used to like um, LA, San Francisco, New York, where the billboards are based around an industry, an in industry like film or technology or fashion, finance. And it was, and honestly, Chicago just did not like force feed you this, this particular industry thing. And it was, it was just, it's just a beautiful city with You're nothing to You're telling me Chicago doesn't have ease order billboards all over town like sure, LA has? Sure, sure. Yeah, that's fine. But not, nothing as big as like a film industry. Like, sure, there's like, obviously there's, there's other billboards um, there, but there, it wasn't like this in your face. It just felt different. Film. Yeah, it felt different. It was great. Went to some great museums, um, you know, saw some of the usual suspects, Van Gogh, Monet, Diego Rivera, blah, blah, blah. Saw really some really cool, like modern, more modern contemporary stuff at um, MCA. Uh, this guy, Nick Cave, very interesting guy. He's not the musician. He's an artist. Yeah, just cool architecture, restaurants, nice people. Just got out of it what I knew I would get out of it. It was kind of a pretty similar to what I thought it would be. Um, and then, you know, we were there for like three days, took Amtrak to Fort Madison from there, Fort Madison, Iowa. I was going to see some friends, you know, Allison, um, yes. who I know are from Hello, Brooklyn, Allison. San Francisco. And so it was Allison, oh. Mike, her husband, and Charlie, their kid, total cutie. Um, hey, Charlie, if you're listening. And they picked us up in this funky truck. It was just so idyllic. Like, it was just like, I felt like I was really in Iowa, like in like a storybook, um, in a storybook. You, like they picked us you, up. You, lo this... you love to call things storybook. I do. I do. I think you I enjoy them. I, yeah. I grew up in a storybook town. Um, so maybe that's part of it. But we had a great time. Just spent the night there. We had dinner. It was really fun. They, they have this record plant shop I told you guys about. Um, right downtown in Fort Madison. Super cute. It's called Pool 19. You can follow them on Instagram. Very creative space. I'm like, I was really impressed. Got a couple of records. And I didn't know because I was like, where does the name Pool 19 come from? But apparently it's like that section of the Mississippi River uh, and they name them by pools. And I thought that was oh. really interesting. I'm like, oh, wow, that's why you named it that. But it was neat to see for me one of the newest things one of the things that struck me was seeing a, you know, I've been to a lot of European cities and a lot of European cities have rivers running through them, but the rivers generally are not super wide. Like you see the other side and they're just kind of like, they're just kind of small. Um, but the Mississippi river, I had never seen that before. It was quite wide and bulging and it was kind of neat to see it in terms of like a, a, a kind of it created this, just this feeling looking down the road, you know, looking down a narrow street and you see this river. Well, especially like, you know, any American has, you know, heard, uh, you know, of things east or west of the Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And we know that to generally mean east versus west, yeah. you know, and you can get more granular if you want to. Sure. But I mean, I can't think of any time I've looked over the Mississippi River either. Maybe I have. I know. It was it was definitely different. I, I wasn't even anticipating it being different, but I was like, huh. Because we ended up, um, you know, the next day, uh, Elijah's dad uh, picked us up and we, we actually explored some of the river towns. Um, this place called Dubuque, which was really beautiful. I was actually, as much as I was like, ooh, I'm kind of nervous to go to the Midwest, I was really pleasantly surprised with how beautiful and lush <laughs> Iowa was. I love, I love your nervousness about the Midwest. Like, what will they be like? I think it's all fantasy. It's <laughs> it's like we spend so much of our time fabricating in our heads, you know, like what something's going to be like. And you can like freak yourself out. Like maybe you could compare it to your bridge fear. It's like, you know, I just sort of, I have this idea of what it is, but then it may be kind of that, but like, better than I thought, you know? And so maybe mm -hmm. I'm trying to keep my expectations yeah. low, but I met, you know, the whole family, very nice people. Hi, if you're listening, told them about the podcast. We went to the Buddy Holly crash site, which was pretty cool. 
um that was like in the middle of a cornfield like walked all the way out there it was interesting learned the whole history of that which i didn't really know much about it but uh yeah i was in clear lake iowa and um just just really kind of an interesting backstory and then at the end of the trip the night before we left i realized i was like god i have not tried iowa ice cream and i we we were walking around the neighborhood just kind of you know our last night and i saw this place called scoopsies and i thought that's a silly name. Let's go check it out. So I went and got a double scoop of uh, cookies and cream, naturally. And that night before our flight, I woke up in the middle of the night screaming with blankets <laughs> over my head, telling Elijah to turn on the lights. It was the weirdest thing. I've never, ever had an experience like that. It was like this sugar-induced anxiety to fly. Like, it, it was just the strange. I was like... I had blankets over my head. How did that even happen? It was delirium. Well, I was just like utterly delirious. Yeah, yeah. You were probably just tired. I think I was. Yeah, maybe over sugared uh, and some anxiety that you had, you know, in your subconscious about having to get up, you know, and like yeah. not miss a flight. <laughs> totally. You ended up just like, like diving under the covers and being like, help. It was, no, it was totally like that. And the next day, I, you know how you get like delirious when you're traveling? Because we had to take several planes back and... I started and like the wall was falling off on the plane, like where I was sitting. And I, you know, when you're just like, you start laughing and, and, but like, it's mm -hmm. so silly and you're like, you, I cannot stop laughing. You start, you're starting to feel hysterical. Yes. I was like, but it was like yeah. a fun hysteria where I was like imagining myself with the blankets over my head, like, ah, like wandering around. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so like, ridiculous. can you imagine like doing that on the plane? No. Being like, help me. <laughs> <laughs> you know would oh, be worse oh my god could, be wor could it, always be worse it could always be worse anyway it was it was a fun trip i'm going to get into i'm going to talk a little bit more about some specific iowa observations that i thought were kind of fun later in the show but if you guys have any comments questions queries email us at hi at have such a good day.com indeed so um heather i i'm glad you had fun in iowa uh, not <laughs> a state i've ever been to uh -huh. um i'm you know i'm i'm cracking the code on quite a few u.s states that i haven't been to i've been to most a majority of them but still plenty never been to the dakotas <laughs> never been to the carolinas mm -hmm. uh two me and neither. two me neither. right you know i mean come on we you know we we've got work to do here but um, when I did go yeah, over my bridge successfully uh, into the city of San Francisco, which I lived in for like 20 years, I know the city really well, um, even though I haven't been there in, well, we're going on six years now, uh, which is cray cray, but um, I know it really well. Um, I have had friends who have left the city for one reason or another, some of it pandemic related, some of it just life related. And people have said to me like, oh, you know, I, I went to such and such old haunt that we used to go to and it's closed. Did you know that? I hear that a lot yeah. um, from people. Not that other things haven't opened, but like sort of like the nostalgic stuff that we used to do. Oh, Remember absolutely. that place? Remember where we used to go there like all the time? Like Lucky 13, <laughs> for example. Right, yes. Great example. Lucky 13. I mean, I wouldn't even probably enjoy Lucky 13 at my age. No, but back but then. But it's not there anymore yeah. for us to even try. Um, it's just a dive bar for anybody who's interested. Mm -hmm. But a very good... Um, a very good, uh, 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 good selection of beers and very booth. rock and roll. Yeah, totally. yeah, very rock and roll. <laughs> Maybe a little too rock and Maybe. roll for its own good. Yeah. But anyway, um, but uh, just a lot of you know kind of city stuff. So when I was um, I was driving in the city, I was actually I didn't have my dog. I left him with my mom, um, which is like not that big a deal, but like it um, it changes you know the whole the whole deal mm -hmm. you know like whether he's with me or whether he isn't so like when it's just me in the car i'm just like wow sunroof's open <laughs> listening to music way too loud mm -hmm. and you know i'm free as a bird gotta do and, it and um and i drove through the city and i let gps take me to where i was going because i was going to sort of the south end of the city mm -hmm. if you imagine i mean any city like if you're like oh I'm coming from the north and where I'm going is like the absolute south edge of the city. Like you're going to have to navigate your way through the city, you know? Yeah. Um, and San Francisco doesn't really have a lot of 
uh, ways to easily do that. Mm -hmm. You're surface treating it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I, you know, I'm kind of, you know, just kind of like, yeah, just let it tell me which way to go. I don't even care. Like mm -hmm. I'll just, I'll just, you know, go left and right when, when, uh, told to. And it kind of took me through a funny way that I wouldn't have gone through, even though probably GPS is like, this is the easiest way. Yeah. Uh, which is through, um, part of some of my old neighborhoods um i've talked about on the show before living in soma which means south of market market street being a huge artery that sort of crosses the entire city so you're either north or south of it there's no north of market but there is a south of market yeah. uh, area and it's industrial and like cool in its own way but also rough and tumble um and i having lived in that for some time you know i was always pretty down with that but at the same time i had some i had one too many incidents where i was like you know i think it might be time for me to skedaddle on out of here and that was again like six years ago yeah going on seven yeah and so i'm i'm driving through the same neighborhood and i'm looking you know back and forth and i'm like it looks exactly the same wow. in all the good ways and all the bad ways yeah um you know, I almost hit somebody who darted in front of me, but that is, you know, neither here nor there. That could happen in any urban area. But, uh, but there, but there were certain places that were very near and dear to me. You know, there was a pho place that I used to go to by myself. I never actually wanted company there. I enjoyed sitting by myself, mm -hmm. having oh, my noodle soup. And maybe, maybe, maybe a beer, you know, if I thought, uh, you know, I was feeling kind of crazy. <laughs> Um, and just not talking to anybody and just having my little, you know, 5 p.m. meal mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. That place is no longer there. Um, there are others. But uh, but yeah, there was just there was just like I would I was driving around being like, it's so familiar and yet sort of ghosty. It, yeah, I totally had the same experience. And but yeah, there's still some of the same stuff, but yeah, it just, it's like similar, but different. I, I can't really put my finger on it either, but the world has changed a lot, like more than usual um, in the last couple of years, you know, and these cities Indeed. have really taken a hit. Um, yeah, LA f feels the same way to me. That's why it was, it really left an impression just going somewhere totally new, uh, away from what I know and um, no homeless people. <laughs> um, and just, yeah, that feeling of like, you know, just such unfamiliar territory, like you just don't know what to expect. And there's just so something so fun about that, that it's, you know, it's been a while since I've been to like a new state. Um, and, and there are probably plenty of homeless people there. I'm sure. Uh, but where we were, there, you know, there weren't. Just different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just totally. different. Yeah. It's more of a global problem really, but but yeah, so that's cool that you had a, a an inter interesting jaunt to the city. And it's funny because it you do was. it like quarterly. And, it, it, and I'm kind of like, I have to like, just like kick myself in the shin and be like, shut up, Sarah, because I do not live far away from urban areas. I mean, I, I actually prefer them, yeah. honestly, as far as like my just my lifestyle goes. Like, I love living in the woods, mm -hmm. but I prefer something where it's like, I walk outside, there's sidewalks, I can take lots of different routes <laughs> and get, you know, a little snack on the way. Love a sidewalk. Yeah, don't I mean, forget about street lamps. Those street are pretty lamps important too. Also, well, because I like walking at night. I know, me but too. walking around here at night is like an exercise in disaster. Yes. Yeah, you don't you want know, to do it. Is, even if I don't find some like nefarious person, like, you, you might know, run into like a bear. hanging out like, ah, you know, I'm still, yeah, I'm going to break my ankle in one of the potholes because it's dark. <laughs> oh, by the I way. Love, I love a good night walk. Yeah, I do too. I mean, we, we do dusk walks, but yeah, when it's, when it's totally dark, we don't, because that's when the fox come out and the bear and everything. In fact, I saw an adorable, I mean, can we just talk for a second about how adorable fox are? They're so cute. I wish we could have them as pets. Is the plural of fox fox? I think so. I think okay. so. I'm afraid okay. to say foxes because. Should, should we tell fleet foxes about this? <laughs> let me, let me see. Let me, let me do a quick, quick search just, here. I don't Just think... a little indie humor for all y'all. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Plural's the same fox. Anyway. So yeah, oh, I saw this cool. fox super cute my cats were 
Like, what is that? I wonder what they even think it is. Maybe they think it's another cat. I'm not sure. But, um, but yeah, you do not want to go on a night walk around here, but I miss that too. I really do. And, uh, I don't know. I, speaking of night walks, actually, one thing I really miss, not just walking at night, but when it's like warm at night, you know, like that warm breeze and it's quiet and you hear the cicadas, which is a, was new for me in terms of, yeah, I don't think I've ever been to a place where I've heard cicadas, maybe when mm -hmm. I was a kid, like in Florida or something, but you know, it's been a while. Um, and you know, just kind of circling back to the Iowa thing, I don't want to uh, belabor the Iowa thing, but I do want to just talk about some things coming straight from a California girl, just some neat little observations that, you know, at, like I've told you guys before, I wasn't on my bucket list, but I was really happy that I went. It was just great to go where the wind takes you. Um, and so one of the things, if I were to nutshell sort of the atmosphere, you know, I love sort of, um, yeah, I just, I love atmosphere and, and every place has a different vibe. And I, you know, it was very rural American, obviously. Um, Grant Wood, the artist who did American Gothic is huge out there. I mean, you people, I mean, it's like, I, I never really, I know American Gothic. I don't know if I know much of his other art, but it was just, it was everywhere. It was just like, it was all about Grant Wood and Norman Rockwell, kind of that vibe uh, of, you know, those artists, dude. And like, because of the humidity, like I loved, I really enjoyed the humidity. It was never too, too hot. Um, and there was just like Simpsons clouds, like everywhere, like the fluffiest, puffiest, fuzziest clouds you've ever seen and just like perfectly placed you know it's just like, it, it looked like a painting really beautiful really um beautiful light what i thought was really funny in terms of i don't know like um i guess like culture you know i i tried a lot of different coffee shops because i was sort of curious about the coffee culture and all of these places i thought this was really interesting they kind of push the syrup like you know when you go into a coffee shop like I don't know, most places I feel like if you want syrup, like if I wanted a vanilla, like you would specify, but like you put in your coffee order and then they ask you if you want syrup and, and it's like, huh, what? Like, it's like, okay. And then they sort of think it's weird that you don't get it. Um, and so that I thought was interesting. And that happened at like every single coffee shop and motorcyclists without helmets on the freeway, dude. I was oh, like yeah. shocked. Yeah, I was like, wait, yeah. what, wait, what? Cause it, it just felt really weird for me. Maybe I'm, I don't know. I'm not used to that. So I did a quick Google search to find out that Iowa does not have any motorcycle helmet laws. And I just, I, that blew me away. Um, lots of, um, Frank Lloyd Wright houses, you know, he was, he did a lot of stuff out there. I saw a few of them. There's, I think there's like 11. Um, but that was interesting. You know, he's a, a famous architect and it was kind of neat to see how he influenced architecture out there. Um, so there was like a little bit of an artsy thing going on. And uh, again, the cicadas. So those are pretty cool. Like I, I'm cool with a, a cicada, um, but uh, someone pointed out a cicada killer. I don't like those. Uh, I'm, I'm cool with the cicadas. They're big and they, they're, they're a little scary when you see them, you know, like sitting cause they're big, but they are kind of pretty. Um, but the cicada killers, I didn't even know those existed. I saw those. They're like very large wasps and they're no. scary. Yeah, no, dude. No, no, no. Yeah, that's what I said. And you, they're flying Say in the no air. More. They're, they're like, it, it's crazy how big they are. Yeah, totally freaked me out. Um, that was, that was a new thing. And then this is really weird, but the street, the street signs. Cause I, I mean, I went to like a bunch of cities in Iowa. We, we, we cruised around. I didn't see the whole state, so I can't speak for the entire state of Iowa, but the street signs the fonts were really large. Like I was like, Heather, is this like, how is this a thing that you're taking away from like a trip to a new state? I'm a very visual person. I just noticed they were large <laughs> signs, very big signs. Seriously. When you go out there, you will know what I'm talking about. Maybe Huge they just font. wanted to make sure you read the text properly. <laughs> Maybe I don't so. know. Anyway, it was, it was, a fascinating place. Uh, I recommend it to anybody who wants to see lots of cornfields that are, they're neat looking. I mean, the aesthetics of a cornfield are really cool. Um, we went to the Field of Dreams, which is, you know, where they shot the movie, the Kevin Costner movie. And it was a beautiful, like, baseball diamond out in the middle of 
you know, cornfields and up against the cornfields. It was like a neat aesthetic, you know, that, that was new for me. So, so I really did, I did enjoy it. And I just wanted you all to know that. Well, thank you for sharing. Um, I am glad that, um, that your world has expanded to the Midwest. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not laughing because there are a lot of things about the Midwest that I also find, especially because we're just like weird California That's girls. The thing. And I am aware of this. Yeah. I'm reminded of it all the time. Yeah. Um, Emphasis but, on the weird. Uh, but like the mid, it's just, there's just a lot of, there's so much to love about it. Yeah. But there's also things where you're like, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Never saw that before. Yeah. But, 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 but if, if you happen to be from the Midwest, you like the Midwest, you're going there perhaps soon. Um, it'd be so nice to hear um, how you feel about our thoughts. I mean, it's mostly Heather's thoughts, but I've talked about it in the past before. Um, certainly Chicago, one of my favorite cities. Um, and, you know, it sounds like i got to get my ass to Iowa one of yeah, these days. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you know, there's all sorts of Frank Lloyd Wright houses to see. And, you know, corn to eat. Yeah, so man. there you go. There yeah. you go. There you go. Well, well, listen, as we as we wrap up this uh, fun-filled uh, episode of Have Such a Good Day, episode 158, uh, we just want to remind folks that if you would like to directly support the show, we'd love to have you. We have a way to do that. Um, Patreon.com slash Have Such a Good Day is where to find out more about um, giving us, you know, a couple bucks a month, um, getting some perks. Uh, for example, um, if you can part with $5 a month, month or more at the patreon level you can get into our discord certainly not mandatory but we love all of our discorders um we'd love to kind of talk on the back channel in between shows so do it if you can if you can't uh, the show is always free uh you might hear ads so patrons get ad free versions of the show so you've got options um and we appreciate all of your support at any level 100 percent, sarah lane yep. It's been fun to be back in the saddle and, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be churning these shows out in the coming weeks. So thanks for listening and we will see you next week. And in the meantime, I will always remain Heather. (laughs) You sure? I think so. Are you Heather? Sure. I think you're Heather. Yeah. I I will also remain Sarah and we're going to hold it down. Try not to, you know, get too insane until our (laughs) next episode. But uh, nice, nice to have y'all with us. Hope you missed us as much as we missed you. And until next time, have such a good day. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 